Welcome to Coconut Oil Stardust and Dope Vibes. I am your resident fairy godmother, Tamara Angela. And this week's Sunday moment is called Loyal to a Fault. I love watching, listening to Drink Champs with Nori. Nori is like one of my favorites. And, um, there's this part he does on every episode, um, where one of his questions is, he asks his guests, would they rather have loyalty or respect? And I find it interesting that people have to actually think about it. Like they really put a lot of thought (laughs) into what the answer to that is. To me, there seems to only be one answer, but it's always interesting to me that for some folks, there's like, there's a thought process that goes with that. So it made me start thinking like, you know, about all the times when I was loyal to a fault. And I had to start thinking about what was I actually loyal to? Was I loyal to the person or people involved in the situation? Was I loyal, more loyal to myself? Like, did I stay that long because it was out of some type of obligation I felt to myself? Was I... I like where 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 did the loyalty actually lie? <clears throat> because sometimes you'll find that you kind of stay in things out of obligation. It also made me start thinking because I was I don't know, I was cleaning up the other day And I'm not the type to make my bed or anything really like that. Like occasionally I'll go ahead and make the bed up. Um, My daughter tends to make the bed more than me. Um, My son, he kind of like folds his blankets up and everything. But I'm not really like, oh, I got to make the bed. But I come from a household where it was like, these things were drilled in it's like oh before you leave the house you got to make the bed and I'm a chronically kind of late person because I don't really operate on time like that and so like making the bed to me seems like the least important thing in the morning (laughs) when you're trying to like get out on the time schedule to me I'm like what I need to make the bed for I don't like to leave things on my bed. So like if it took me like, you know, three or four outfits to get dressed or like I I throw all my stuff on my bed on my bed to get dressed. Right. So I kind of just like pull the covers up enough so all my stuff isn't just like sitting in my bed. I'll pull the covers up enough for that. But I'll put like. My perfumes and stuff, all that stuff just lays on the bed while I'm getting dressed. I put all of that stuff away, but I don't feel inclined to like tuck in corners. Like all these things don't have to be perfect. And I I remember 
when I first started realizing that, you know, kind of living on my own, or being away in college, I'm like, oh, it makes the room look nice. That's that's really nice. But like on a regular basis, my house is lived in. I don't need everything to look perfect and put back. And guess what? <clears throat> if the world was going to end, it I mean, it's not going to be like, well, this end of the earth isn't going to shatter as much because beds are made over here. You making your bed ends up being a personal preference for how you want to do things. It's not a measure, you know, and I'm just using this as an example, but it's not a measure for perfection or how much you have your life together. Like it's not a measure of any of that stuff. And so somewhere in there, we end up being loyal to something that we're taught by other people. Something that may not even settle as much with our own like personal codes, right? It may not even really settle with our personal codes, but we're just like, oh, I got to stay with this because what? Because this is what was taught to me. But when you really start to break it down, it's like, I mean, are you a horrible person because you don't make your bed in the morning because you don't pull those those blankets up? Does that, you know, does that speak to who you are as a person? Some people would say yes. They'd say, well, because you're not tidy, they would consider it untidy and then say that, you know, character wise, you don't have the rest of your life together. And that would be a gross misconception. A really gross misconception to assume that someone doesn't have it together because they don't you know, make their bed or they leave a spoon in the sink at the end of the night. Like having all those things together doesn't mean you have your life together. But we become slightly loyal to these ideas that have been given to us from the people who raised us from societal standards and things like that and so we become it made me start questioning like what are you actually loyal to like why are you not more loyal to yourself and what yourself says works for you why are you not more loyal to that why are you more loyal to an idea that was imparted upon you as a kid when your soul is literally telling you (laughs) like this doesn't matter to me so I don't know I started thinking about that and I started thinking about you know I'm listening to drink champs and Nori is like loyalty or respect and I'm listening to the way people break it down and I'm like gosh this is so interesting to me that people feel like that that has to be a conversation but then I realized that we're loyal to a fault in a lot of things, relationships, friendships, jobs. It's like, oh, I really want to do a good job and make this job look great. And so then you're loyal to this job. And that job isn't all the way loyal to you. That job, those folks at that job, like they may, they may, they may like you as a person and everything else, but they'll let you go. 
because the job isn't actually loyal. Friendships. Um, I had a friend uh, tell me about this book and for the life of me, I cannot think of the name of the book at this point. But um, the book talked about like having these levels to relationships, friendships, uh, partnerships, people that you speak with, just having um, levels to that. And where friendships are concerned, people can move up and down within these circles, right? Within these levels. So they can start as a complete stranger, move into your VIP. They could be in your VIP, but then need to move back down to being an acquaintance. The Dalai Lama speaks to that as well. Um, And in understanding through compassion that relationships have to change, right? That you, you have this understanding that these relationships have to change. They can't, they can't be the same all the time and that people have to put in effort in order to maintain certain levels, right? So if you want to maintain and stay in the VIP circle, then you have to do the things that mean that you are a VIP friend. One of the things I liked about what the Dalai Lama offered was that nobody's obligated. Like, just because you were born into my family, it doesn't obligate me to keep you VIP if you don't act as such. It doesn't mean that, you know, uh, you have a sibling or a cousin and because they're related, they have to stay in the VIP section, right? You can move them accordingly and you should move them accordingly because of behaviors, right? So this is one of those kind of ideas where you have to understand what is loyal to you. What, what does respect mean to you, right? What is your code? Because that's how you choose to move people accordingly and decide, okay, this is, you know, this is what works for me. This is where I feel most respected. This is what the definition of loyalty is. And so those people who exhibit this get to be in this circle. I found it interesting. A Facebook friend of mine, she posted like this graphic about it. And I was like, oh, I got to save that because (laughs) this is exactly what I've been talking about, where, you know, and it has these um, circles just kind of emanating. You are in the middle and then there's, you know, these levels. And I said, it's interesting because with the way that we communicate now, for instance, we sit and we watch each other's kids grow up online and you've never met these kids in person, but you're, you're rooting for them. Genuinely. You're like, Oh, this is my internet niece. This is my internet nephew. You know, when they've, you know, reached their peaks and their heights and we're congratulating them on stuff, but you ain't never met these people in person. 
you don't know them personally. You, you know, a, you know, of a side of them, but you don't know them personally. You don't, um, know what makes them tick. You don't know anything about their day to day. You're still an acquaintance, but because we know a level of information, it makes it feel like, you know, we know this person and we should have more VIP status than we do. I had, you know, some stuff happen and I was like, God, this internet loyalty stuff is kind of crazy. Um, I was in a, like a chat one time and, um, some folks were really saying some things about somebody that I knew personally. And I was just like, nah, like that's not really what's going on or whatever. Cause I knew what was happening in real life. They were discussing what they thought was happening. And I was like, no, this is like, and they didn't know that I knew this person to that degree in real life. And so I had to tell them, I said, you know, I don't do fake loyalty. You know what I mean? I said, when I close this app, this is a person that I see day to day in real life. This is a person that I call and talk to almost on a daily basis. So where loyalty lies, I, I know y'all in this group, but I'm not going to be more loyal to people I've never met in person. And that don't affect me when I close an app versus actually being a friend to the person who has been a friend to me in real life. And that didn't go over too well because they were like, oh, well, we sit and we talk in here and we got to feel like nothing gets outside of the chat. I said, I, I understand that. I said, and my thing is, I'm going to talk to the person and just be like, hey, there's a word going around about this. It doesn't mean that they have to know where it's coming from. But my loyalty, like, I'm not going to I'm not that person. I'm not going to sit while you guys talk and like you're not even accepting that i'm telling you that what you think you know is not true i was there and it floored me <laughs> that the idea of actually being loyal to a person who you know didn't go over well with people that you don't know you know because we have these chats we we have these you know, these spaces where we talk and connect and support in a different way. But I, I had to say, I said, this is the sense of internet loyalty. I can't be more loyal to you guys than I am to a person that I actually deal with in real life. I'm, I'm going to actually exhibit loyalty. And I said, on the other end of that, I'm actually still going to be loyal to the people in this chat by not naming names, by not saying, hey, this is where the information came from, because I don't have to do that. But I do have to look out for a person I know in real life. And there's an in-between sometimes when it comes to stuff like this, you know, and I said, you know, where does your loyalty lie? Because if you heard something about me, 
you guys don't like the fact that I'm going to go be loyal to somebody that I know in person. If you heard something about me, would you bring it to the chat and be like, hey, people are out here with your name in their mouth? I said, probably not because you guys don't respect the fact that I'm being loyal to a person that I know in real life. And that really made me think about spaces that I'm in and how we may incorrectly assign um, a level, a power, an access. We may incorrectly assign that access to people. Like how often do we do that? How often do we say, oh, this person is super cool. I really like them. Um, you may have chatted before, have a chat and stuff like that. And then you're like, oh, okay, I want to bring this, you know, in person. Like how often, like, does that actually work out? Does that actually work out? Do we actually see loyalty? What is that? So it kind of brings me back to asking that question. What are you actually loyal to? Where does this sense of obligation come in? The sense of like, I have to stay down with this. Even when the thing is crumbling, even when the thing is falling apart, like the sense of I have to maintain and, you know, continue to be a part of this thing. What are you actually being loyal to? Sometimes you're actually being loyal to an idea and you being loyal to the idea actually puts you out of your authenticity and it actually takes you outside of what you intuitively know you need. I, I mean, full transparency. I did that with the marriage. Um, knowing, okay, we're at this space where that part is over. Right. But then it's like, you're obligated. You're like, don't I have to go to therapy? Don't I have to stick this out? Aren't there spaces? And I started realizing I'm not actually loyal to the other person or the marriage. I'm actually being loyal to this idea of all the things that you have to do in order to remove yourself because there are these societal expectations. Well, did you give it another go? Did you go to therapy? Did you try to fix it? Did you try to stay in it? There are all these ideas of that when it was just like, no, nah, it's been over with. And authentically, I knew that intuitively I knew that, but then there were still these spaces where it was just like, okay. And I had to start to say, I think we're being loyal to this idea that you have to be together versus actually being loyal to each other and actually being ob more obligated to ourselves and what we need in individually, right? What do you know that you need? So this week, the idea is for you to look in your life and say, where am I being loyal to a fault? Where am I being like, where am I feeling too obligated to put my time, my attention, my emotion? Where am I feeling too obligated, right? Where am I being too loyal? 
Where am I sticking in and staying and creating excuses of the mind and excuses of the heart to have to stay in something that has told me that I don't belong there. I don't need to be there. Maybe your, your physical body has said no and rejected that space a thousand times and you're still being loyal to being there. You've created this checklist that says I have to do this, 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 this before I can leave it when none of that is reality. None of that is true. Where are you being loyal to a fault? Let me know what you think each week on the Sunday moments. Um, Definitely share these through whichever platform you're listening Um, share, talk about them with your friends. A lot of you are starting to come to me and say, okay, yeah, like this one resonated. Make sure you share. Information is meant to be shared. Um, So if you find something that is a gem that resonates with you, share true knowledge, share things that are helpful. Don't just hold on to that for yourself. Make sure that you share the information. Information is divinely given and it's meant to be shared. So thank you for coming to this Sunday moment. We will be back next week. Same time, same place.